Hey guys, welcome to Kwana's Corner. How's your week been going? Mine has been okay. That's the best way I can describe it. You can probably tell by the tone of my voice. I hope your week has been going a lot better than mine's. Anyway, as you guys know, there was a new episode of Power this past Sunday for whatever reason. Not even sure why, but yeah. So look out for Power this coming Sunday on the 27th. It'll be a new episode and we can catch up and spill tea then. So I wanted to jump into this week's episode. It's a bit more serious than my other two episodes. Like I got like I have a bunch of episodes. Just like the other two episodes have been. But um so over the weekend, um sadly, uh my cousin passed away from breast cancer. And uh if you guys don't know, some of you do, some of you don't. Uh, earlier earlier this year, I lost my grandmother in March. Um, it was pretty much to complications of breast cancer. Kind of related to it, but... So it's been a pretty, for lack of better words, shitty 2019 for my family. Like... It's, it's, oof, yeah. Uh, a lot of us didn't see this coming at all. And I do want to encourage everyone because it's not, not just women get breast cancer. Men do too. But it's just that the rate is not as high for men as it is as for women. Please, please, please do your self-examinations. You know, even if, if you forget for whatever reason, when you go to have your annual pap smear or you're just having a physical done where you're making sure that you're okay and, you know, you're checking your blood, not your blood, like your blood work, see if your sugar is where it needs to be, your blood pressure is where it needs to be, all of that. And if your doctor asks you, you know, when's the last time you did a breast self-examination? If you haven't done one, be honest with your doctor and tell your doctor And try to just go ahead and get comfortable with doing it. The earlier you find out, the better. Especially if it runs in your family. If your mom has had it, your sister, your aunt, your grandmother. You really want to stay on top of these things. Um, I'm I'm a really heavy believer in... The foods we put into our body, having a having a direct effect on what happens to us as we get older. Some people don't believe that, and I'm gonna eat what I want because for whatever reason it is, and out of respect for whatever that's your body and what you choose to put into your body is completely your choice. Um, I I definitely try to eat healthier. A lot of my friends around me, we're all we're all in the same age bracket. So we're in that 30 to, you know, late 30s. So early 30s to, well, I have a few in the late 20s as well. But we're all in that boat of trying to eat healthier, be more conscious of the activity that we put in. My three cousins are actually running the New York City Marathon 
come November 3rd. So, you guys, I will be out there cheering them on because it is 26.2 miles. <laughs> That's a lot. Mind you, one of my cousins just ran two marathons. He ran one in Berlin and then he ran the other one in Chicago. So I, the only thing I, I just keep saying about November 3rd is, goodness, I wish Nani was here to see that. Like my grandmother would really be there like rooting them on and screaming and like it would literally just make her year just to be able to witness that. And um, it really, really makes me sad that I know she's she's not here to see them do that. So in that moment, I want to say, take the time out to really just take care of you. Take care of you. Take care of those around you. You know, once we... um get sick or find a family member is sick or going through things it may be like we have so much going on around us that we can't check in or stop in but to be honest the time that's given is not the time that you can control you literally cannot control the time that's given because while that person is here and they're sick or you know they're working through the illness you should definitely take the time and whether it's a phone call you send a letter a postcard a text it means a lot especially to someone who's going through something so hard especially when it comes to losing someone a few of my friends, girlfriends have lost family members this year. And it's just, I'm not really good with death. I'll be completely honest. I'm not really good. I, a lot of us, you know what? A lot of us don't know what to say. Of course, we give our condolences because, you know, we really are saddened by that. And it's, it's, it's sad news to hear of somebody losing someone. So we give our condolences, but it's like, what do you do once you have given your condolences? What do you do? What do you say? If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. The most you can do is just, hey, I'm checking on you. How you feeling? How you holding up? Is there anything I can do? That is literally the most you can do. And even if they say, no, I don't need anything or I don't want you to do anything, you reaching out to them to let them know that, you know what, in your time of grieving, I thought about you. I thought about you and I genuinely want to make sure that you were okay. And being okay can look like many things. Being okay is I got out the bed to take a shower today. I I actually ate today. It can be a number of things. I'm sure some of you out there can relate to losing someone. Or maybe you have been fortunate to not have to experience that yet. Be very thankful. Say your blessings every day. 
from experience, even losing my grandmother, um, that was, it was particularly hard for me. It, it was since I, um, was with her for the last like two years of her life. It was pretty hard because mind you, I'm, I'm with her day in, day out, you know, besides, you know, when I go to work or whatever. And, um, then her no longer being here. It was really hard for me. Um, thankfully, I had a really great support system at that time. Thankfully. Because from the moment I heard that she passed to months going down the road, it was tough. Tough. Lots of crying. Lots of, did you eat today? How are you? Checking in. Family just random calls. I want to make sure you're okay. Dropping food off. You guys got to eat. And mind you, it's not just me. At the end of the day, yes, I lost my grandmother. But I'm still a mom and I still have to take care of my kids. And it's like, it was a lot. To deal with those emotions and still be there and, and active for my kids. And they're grieving as well. And they don't know how to handle those emotions. And I'm trying to help them sort through their, their emotions. But I could barely sort through my own emotions. Thankfully, they had a counselor in school who um, was able to talk to them pretty often about how they feel. And I remember my son telling me one day, mom, I would talk to, and he told me the doctor's name. I talked to her and I felt so much better after I talked to her. That made me smile inside to know that my son could talk to someone and they could give him that space to openly talk and to make him feel comfortable. The biggest thing I want to say that you could ever do after losing someone is to definitely reach out and get therapy. I know I I I say that a lot, but you really don't know how things affect you until you really sit down and you unpack it. And it could be the smallest thing you might not even realize you've started doing or you stopped doing that could really just help you by seeing someone and talking to them. Um, trying to take this uh, totally like just like a sad moment, but it's something I definitely wanted to touch on because it's a hard topic. And I realized a lot of people, they kind of like, ooh, don't really want to, ooh, don't want to really go there. Because it's it's not a it's not a happy moment. It's not a laughing moment. But it's the ones we need to talk about. Because have you ever thought of, I've, I've thought about this. Have you ever thought about once you pass, what happens? Once someone takes that last breath we don't know because we're on this other side. We don't know what happens. And I think that is the fear that drives us just like the fear. We don't know. We don't know. And that's what makes death so scary. Because we just like, like, I know that a lot of it. 
religions that believe in heaven and heaven or hell or um what is it uh reincarnation there's so many other things or like people believe in like uh paradise you'll come back there's so many things that people believe in but it's like at that moment in time what happens to me i just feel like it's like an eternal sleep like you're sleeping you're sleeping that's really what it is that that i mean that's what i see it as it's like you sleep and a lot of times when people pass away from like illnesses and things like that like we're really ailing them and hurting them most family members can agree and say you know i'm happy they're not in pain anymore it's a lot to watch a loved one go through something and you can't fix it you there's no band-aid there's no words you literally cannot fix what's going on and it hurts so bad that you can't fix it and the only choice that you have is to watch as the time ticks you know you you take a stance and you you might want to do more digging to educate yourself on what the illness is, different ways that people have maybe overcome that illness. You may even make sure that you're present more and you give them words of encouragement. But most of all, since you can't fix it and you educate yourself, that's great. Be there. If you've ever walked past in the hospital doesn't matter what floor or you know you ever walk past somebody's hospital room and it'd be empty especially the elderly it's so sad you're by yourself you in this vulnerable state and there's no one there to be with you like it, it just makes you wonder where's their family Where's their friends? Why is no one there to to be with them at this time? Because, I mean, regardless of what happened, you're in a hospital. You're not in a hospital for fun, to have a good time. You're there because something happened and you need to get better. Sometimes you do get better and you leave. Sometimes it's the last place you see, unfortunately. But I want to tell you guys, again, reach out to your family members. Ask how are you? How are you doing? Take care of yourself. If you haven't got your annual checkup for the year, make an appointment with your doctor. It's the last quarter of the year. Go ahead and use that insurance if you have it. If you don't, there are urgent cares you can definitely go into and get a quick checkup. And when I say checkup, I don't just mean like the STD checkup to make sure that, you know, you can continue that life. I mean to make sure that you're really healthy. And if you're if you're not and you don't get the results you're looking for, you can definitely take that time to make those changes. Ask the doctor, what can you do to make those changes? Do your research. Do not take the word of a doctor as being end all and be all. Because some doctors, 
they are best friends with pharmaceutical companies. But we'll save the discussion for another night. Educate yourself. Take care of yourself. And I hope you guys have a great night. I want to dedicate this episode to my nani and my cousin Lisa. Fuck cancer.